You are listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose, the food business talk show that shares with you the reality of what's happening in the food and hospitality industry. I am on a mission to help as many people as possible grow and build successful food businesses. Each week on this podcast, you'll get useful information, top tips, as well as what's really happening in the kitchen behind the scenes. Let's get on to today's show. Well, hello, wonderful people. How are we all doing? It's Naomi here, and I'm back for another episode of Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets, the food talk podcast where we go behind the scenes in the hospitality industry. And it's just me today. How did you like the interview last week with Savannah? It was a bit of a good one, wasn't it? I really enjoyed doing it, and there are lots more coming up this year because I think it's really interesting to find out how other people get to where they are in their businesses and all the different kinds of business you can have. So there are so, so many. Sometimes I get asked, isn't there too many, too many out there? Is there too many people baking? The answer is hell no. There is not enough cake or bakes or coffee or whatever there is that you want to do. There is not you out there. And that's one thing to remember. Whatever you're doing in your business, it's unique to you. And this is what I'm talking about today, because I am talking about why you need to focus on your customers more than your products, because the world has changed. As we all know, it's been a real roller coaster. And over the last few years, the hospitality industry has seen significant shifts in how people buy products, what experience they expect from people, how they shop, how they spend their money. So this is what I'm going to talk about today, because before where we can maybe get away with just selling a great product and that was it without really having to think about any more than that. We can't do that anymore. We've got to be smarter. We've got to be more savvy about who's spending our money with us. Speaking of spending money, before I get into today's episode, I have got the ultimate resource for you guys. So recently I did a How to Price Your Bakes for Profit Masterclass. It was really, really useful because everybody on the class said they really wanted a tool, a resource that could just work out their prices for them because it's a lot. When you're particularly when you're starting out in business, it's a lot to try and figure out. So that is what I have done. I have created a pricing calculator that not only calculates your prices, but also works out all your costs from your ingredients to your recipes to your overheads and your time. The one thing that we forget. And that's going all of that information will then help you work out your price. So you know you're pricing everything right. And that way you'll build a profitable and sustainable business. So it's on my website, bakingboss.net forward slash shop. Go buy it now. It's just £27. And my word, you will save so much time and money by downloading this tool. It's in Excel and Google Docs. So it's a great piece of instant access pricing software that will help you no end in your business. And it's what I used after I realised I was doing it completely wrong. So go grab yourself the calculator. It will really, really help you. Today's episode, five reasons to focus on your customers rather than just your products. If you're anything like me, I will think about what I'm going to bake before I do anything else. Usually I'm thinking about baking most of the time. But as a business owner, we've got to be smarter. We've got to really think harder about what our customers want. So we have to focus first on our customers because without our customers, we don't have a business. So they're the most important thing that we could possibly have. By finding the right customers and getting to really know them, 
we're setting ourselves up for success because we're going to be able to give them the product they actually want. So that's where you've got to think customer first. And I have worked in marketing strategy communications for a very long time, long before I opened a cafe. And one of the things that I have always done is implemented customer or audience first strategies. Because if I get that person right, if I really understand who they are, everything else is so much easier. And we've got to be more like that now. We can't just throw products and bakes and cakes and coffees out there because people are buying differently now. They really want to get value for what they're spending their money on. They're still spending, but they're thinking a bit more differently about how they spend. So my first tip for you today on why you should focus on your customers rather than your products is get to know your customers. And I mean really get to know your customers. I want you to think they're your best friend. You know everything about them. You know what they buy. You know where they shop. You know what types of shop they visit. You know what they like. You know what they, you know, whether they're pet owners, whether they like to go on holiday abroad, like trendy things like you know modern classical whatever it is they like what kind of food they like what kind of food they don't like you need to know their don't likes as much as you know they do like you need to understand what motivates them because once you've got that bit of information you can then really work out what your key messaging is and why they would buy your products because i can absolutely guarantee it's not your product they're interested in it's the experience so I want you to really think long and hard about who who your customers are. Create a persona. So a persona is creating this person, this imaginary person that is your ideal customer. And more often than not, they're usually a similar version of yourself or someone you know very well. And I have done this for many, many different businesses, like my own business and other businesses over the years, because Once I've got that picture, that person, I have created that ideal customer that would buy everything from me. I then can understand how to sell to them. And that is really important because we're in sales. As much as we hate to admit it and we like to bake, you're in sales. Without sales, you don't have a business. So this is the most important thing we've got to focus on. So really get to know everything about your customer. Really get to understand them. Go follow a few people on social media. If you've already got customers, Really ask questions. Really do some market research with them. Find out more about them. Because once you know that, then everything else gets a little bit easier. The second thing to focus on your customers is once you really know who they are, you can get visible with them. And when I say get visible, it means you can target where you post your marketing efforts because there's so many different channels out there and we feel like we need to be over all of them. Realistically, none of us have time to do all of that. I mean, you can employ people that can help you with that and absolutely advocate doing it. I've done it in all of my businesses and I do it for this current one. And you can, if you, (laughs) not to sell myself, but we are on a podcast where I'm selling something. So I actually can help with this. So if you need help with your social media or your marketing, let's book a call. Let's chat because I'm here to help you make life easier. But going back to, Going back to the podcast after my little sales pitch, um, visibility is about getting your face, getting your business in front of the right audiences, in front of the right customers. So when you know your customers, you can understand where they look, where you can market to them in the right places. 
you can understand what they might read, whether it's local news or whether it's a certain other shop that you can collaborate with. But you can then get visible in the right places. So you're using smarter marketing strategies because you really understand and know that customer. So I'm going to give you, for instance, with my cafe, I had two, three different personas and they were targeting different people. So one was for the bar, one was for the bakery and one was for the cafe. But there were multiple different versions of it. But each different version had a different strategy of how I was going to market to them. And I chose my social media channels, the right website channels, the right advertising based on each of those different people, because I knew that not everyone would read the same things. Once you've figured out exactly where those places are that your customers will be going to, post all the time, all the time. You can't talk about it enough. You have to talk about your business much, much, much more than you think you do, because people don't see everything. And even if they see it, they don't really see it. So think, think about this. So I'm going to, you need to do an experiment on yourself. So television advertising is classed as still as one of the most easiest ways to actually get visibility. But how many times do you see an advert before you start to take notice? So think about that. Whatever it is that, you know, any particular product, when eventually it does kind of go into the periphery and you get a bit curious or you go down the road and you see a van with a sign on it. Think about how many times you might have seen that advert but not really paid attention. Now you have to think about that in terms of your own business. You can't talk about your stuff enough. If you don't talk about it enough, you're not going to make sales. You need to just talk more and more and more. Do you think big supermarkets are ashamed of talking about what they do all over the place? They're not. They're there to make sales, as are you. If people don't want to buy from you, they won't follow you. It's that simple. They're not your customers. They're not your ideal customers. So you don't need to worry about them because you can't please everybody and not everyone is going to be your customer. But because you know your customer, you can talk to them lots of lots and lots of times a day. Think about the brands that you like. Think about the products you like, how you follow them, how you engage with them. Now think about how you can apply that same principle to your business. Most companies send lots of emails. Most companies selling things send lots of emails. Doesn't mean you necessarily unsubscribe if it's something you like. You just might not read them all. So now think about that when you're selling your next event night or a coffee or a special offer or a cake. Think about that next time you're sending emails, how many times you might actually have to send an email before someone engages with you. My third reason on why to focus on the customers is because if you focus on your customers and you get this is we're getting into psychology bit now. So we've we've got to know and understand who our customers really are. We've got into the nitty gritty of what they do, why they why they spend their money, how they spend their money, who they engage with. Now we know all of that. We can really understand their buying patterns, how they actually spend their money. What is it that you need to say to them in your messaging about your products that will make them want to buy? Because lots of people have different personality types and it's really important to understand some of these because there are people out there that will just want to go, yeah, 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 what's the price? That's me. I don't want I don't need any information. I want to see the price and then I'll go back and read the information. There are other people that really un- want to understand that it's going to benefit them in the right way. And that goes for your cakes too. So they want to know that they are getting exactly what they're getting. They want questions answered. They want to see that they've got peace of mind. 
this year, and there's a lot, I've heard a lot of this in some of the networks that I'm with, but people spend their money based on wealth, health, and peace of mind. So that they're spending the money in the right way that is going to benefit them physically, mentally, whatever that might be, and they're going to get peace of mind from it. So think about that when you're creating a menu or when you're marketing your coffee shop or when you're thinking about how you sell your whatever baked goods. They are thinking about the peace of mind. Am I going to get exactly what I'm being offered here? So how do you write a message that will say that? Think about that. It's not necessarily about just putting a picture up there. It looks great, but it isn't necessarily going to get people to buy. So you want people to buy. It's great for the visibility, but now you want to get them to buy. So what is it that you need to tell them that will convince them to part with their money? And that's why you need to know your audience, because you have to understand how they spend. People might be a bit more cautious these days. People want to see that they're going to get bang for their buck as such. And because you know your audience, you know how much they're likely to spend with you. And that's important. So I mentioned my pricing calculator there to help price your baits correctly, but it's also to help you think about what is the right price point for my customers. As I've talked on previous podcasts, and you can go back and listen to them, and I'm sure I'll do more on pricing because it's always a hot topic. Pricing is subjective. People have different approaches to how they spend their money. But you have to understand how your customers spend your money to know how to sell to them in the right way. It's not about the amount, it's about the how. And if they like you and they know and they trust you, they'll spend your spend their money with you. So that's a really important bit. Which leads me nicely onto my fourth, my fourth reason of the day. How to sell them an experience. So I've been in a few different networking groups recently, particularly around the food industry. I've had some really great connections with other business owners, other businesses, other industry leaders as well. Some really, really great people that have given insights to their businesses and what they've seen change over the last few years. What has categorically come out is that people aren't just buying a product anymore. They want that great experience. You might think, well, I just sell cakes on a market, so how can I create an experience? But it's that engagement you have with your customers. They are buying from you. It's not necessarily what they're buying. It's about how they buy from you. That's the really important bit. They want that customer engagement. They want that customer satisfaction. They want to be able to spend money and feel really great about doing it. And I'm, I'll put my hands up and say, I openly love spending money. And I want to get a really great experience when I do it. It's just, you know, you know, when you spend money on a bill and it doesn't feel great, it's like, oh, I've got to pay my bills again. It doesn't feel great. Well, when people are buying your product, they should feel great because they're going to get a great result at the end of the day. You're all good at what you do. So whether you're selling a coffee or whether you're selling a cake, people want to know they're getting value for their money, that they're getting quality and they're getting that amazing experience that makes them want to go back. So you could create an actual experience, you could do themes, you could do themed afternoon teas. People are even offering weddings in their cafes now because people are looking for that small and intimate thing. So these are other things you could offer if they're right for your customers, of course. But people are wanting these kind of experiences to remember They're not necessarily going and booking hotels just to stay in a nice room. They're booking a hotel 
because they're going to do something exciting. They're going to do an experience. They might be going for a lovely meal out, but the hotel isn't necessarily the driver anymore. It's the experience that they're going to get when they get there. So this is what you need to think about is what experience are you giving them? Maybe it's just thinking about if you're a a market trader or something like that, maybe it's thinking about how your stall is laid out. Are they getting a great experience? Do they visually see a great experience? What are they seeing when they first come to you? What do they want? What do you want people to feel when they look at your product and your stall and everything about it? Think of that. It's something that if you want to resonate with your customers in the right way, because you now know your customers, because we've done this exercise at the beginning of this podcast, if you haven't, pause the podcast and do it because it will be really, really helpful. But think about what it is they're going to get from you when they visit you. So they're buying from you. People buy from people that they like. They're buying your product because of you, not buying your product, but you're there too. My final reason of why it's important to focus on your customers more than just your product is once people have brought from you and they know, like and trust you, it's so much easier to get them to buy again than trying to get new customers. It's always, always important to keep regenerating customers because people will come and go. And certainly I found that in the cafe. I mean, there were customers that came in two, three, four, sometimes seven days a week for the entirety of when my cafe and bar and bakery were open. They would be in every day. But there were people that would come in quite intensely for about six months and then disappear off somewhere. And you can't take that personally. You've not done anything wrong. It's just that people change their mind. People move on to doing different things, but they were repeat customers for that period of time. And it was so much easier if you had regular customers coming in. So you can't forget about new customers. So you've always got to keep doing that marketing to new people, marketing to the new customers that might be coming in. But when you've got customers in, they're more likely to stay with you for a longer period of time. So they might make one purchase initially, but they'll probably spend a hell of a lot more money with you than what you think they are. So really look after the customers that are loyal to you. Really think about how you can make sure they buy again. Maybe that's a loyalty. Maybe that's a subscription. I'm going to give you an example of a recent experience I had, which wasn't the greatest. And this is something to learn from. And I'm not going to give you the name of the company, but I I get my coffee delivered because I have recently moved to Yorkshire and I haven't yet had the chance to explore all the different local coffee suppliers. So it's been coming delivered for some time now. If you're a coffee supplier and you're listening to this in North Yorkshire, give me a shout because I would love to come and try your coffee. But I have been subscribing and we get a discount for being a subscription member, which is great. And then a couple of weeks ago, we got an email that basically said, and it was quite badly worded, we've updated our website, your subscription has been cancelled and um, you have to resubscribe. So, okay, fine. Kind of didn't quite understand the email because it wasn't really worded very well. Went on the website and the prices had gone up so significantly by over 30%, which isn't necessarily a problem because it's up to the entire company to put the price up. But there was no discount for subscription and there was something vaguely woolly in the email of, as a thank you for being a loyal customer, we'll throw in an extra bag for free. But it was a really complicated process. You had to email back with a word, involve several phone calls to the company going, what have you done? 
we, we were a bit confused because the prices have gone up substantially. But it was handled really badly. So we ordered that final subscription because we got a buy one, get one free, which involved yet another phone call to actually sort that out. And then we've cancelled because we thought that was just such a terrible experience. We just did not feel great about the purchase. If the company had actually said, by the way, we're going to be putting our prices up in February, the reason we've done this because we haven't done it for several years, X, Y, Z, as a thank you, we'll throw in an extra order if you subscribe, blah, blah, blah. It would have been so much better, but it was such a terrible experience. And as a loyal customer that had been subscribing for quite some time and spent quite a lot of money with this particular company, it was not a great experience. So we cancelled and we will find a different supplier. So there we go. Think about that. Think about how you can you can put your prices up. That is not a problem. But how do you keep your customers loyal? That is what is key here. So just a quick recap. Five reasons to focus on your customers more. Get to know them. Get to really know them. Number two, get the visibility in the right places for your key customers. Get to know how they spend their money. Sell them the experience, not just the product. And look after your loyal customers. I hope that was helpful. Like I say, I am here. This is my area of expertise. I love the marketing side of it. I love social. I love digital. So I am very geeky like that. And I love getting visibility. I've launched many, many different kinds of campaigns. So I get very, very excited and very passionate about it. And I get very frustrated when I see people that have got great products, but just haven't quite connected the dots of who their customers are. If this is you and you're struggling, drop me a message. You can either email me at naomi at bakingboss.net or head to my website, bakingboss.net and schedule a, a discovery call with me. We'll get half an hour on the phone. We'll work through what's going on and we'll work out how we can work together because that's what I'm all about. And if you want to get those bakes, your coffee, whatever it is priced correctly, go get the calculator now. It will save you so much time and effort. And trust me, I spent a long time working on how to get this calculator right. So I have done all of that for you to make your life a lot, lot easier, save you lots of time and be able to be smarter about your pricing. You know that your prices are right. It's been great chatting. I hope you've enjoyed that. As ever, I love a bit of feedback. And if you've got just two minutes, if you can review this web uh, website, review this podcast, even I've got too giddy, please do go and leave a review because I want to get this in front of people that will help them too. Have a great day. Have a great week. I'll be back with another guest next week. And as ever, happy baking. Thank you for listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose. If you're enjoying this podcast, then please do give it a review. And don't forget to subscribe and follow. If you want to get some useful resources, then do visit my website, bakingboss.net. And give me a follow on social media at Naomi Rose Baking Boss and I am Baking Boss. We'll see you on the next episode.